with a three-pointer up and oh. down it. Down it there Pure shooter there. Pure shooter just drained it. Hello, Northwest Iowa, and welcome back to Siouxland Ballcast, the podcast where we talk about nothing but Siouxland Conference basketball. I'm your host, Aaron Hayengay, and just a reminder to check out Siouxland Ballcast on Instagram, at Siouxland Ballcast. On Facebook, we're Siouxland Ballcast, and lastly, on Twitter, at Siouxland Ball. Here we are, one day away and uh, 28 hours away from this matchup between Boyden Hall and and Woodward Granger. And uh, Boynton Hall is the only Siouxland Conference team in the state tournament. Usually we have two or three, but we have one this year, and that is okay because uh, we know how tough the Siouxland Conference is. And uh, to survive that and go to state is pretty impressive, so congratulations to the Boynton Hall Comets. But uh, can't celebrate for too long because we have a game going on tomorrow night. And I just really want to break down this game real quick before it happens. And uh, maybe we have some Comets fan listening to this on their way to Des Moines. So i uh, give you a little listening uh, so you don't get too bored in that trip. I know how boring that may be. But anyway, so let's head straight into this. And uh, we have the number one seed, Boyden Hall Comets, taking on the number eight seed, Woodward Granger Hawks. And... Uh, the conference-wise, we all know that Boyden Hall is in the Siouxland Conference. Meanwhile, Woodward Granger is in the West Central Conference, a conference that um, really isn't the most competitive, really. Um, definitely not as competitive as the Siouxland. And uh, let's just take a look quick what these two conferences really look like. Obviously, the Siouxland, we all know. We have MLC Floyd Valley, Boyden Hall... Rock Valley, West Lion, Okaboji, Sioux Center, GLR, Central Lion, Sheldon, and Sibley. And of course, most notable, we have MLC Floyd Valley being ranked 8th in 3A. Um, Boyd Hall, obviously the team that made the state, really good. Um, then we have a bunch of, like, um, they almost had it. They almost went to state. They're good enough to go to state, but it's just these Northwest Iowa tournaments that just are nuts. You see Rock Valley, they definitely could add a shot. Westline almost made it. It wasn't for that shot clock. Uh, I don't think the shot clock was a huge reason why Westline lost, but it definitely did not do any favors for him. Um, Okaboji beating Western Christian, obviously, and uh, really helped seal that um, sub-state win for Boynton Hall because it could have been Boynton Hall versus Western. The cops could have been called. It would have been a crazy game, but Okaboji beat Western, so they're that good. Have Sioux Center, really a down year for Sioux Center because uh, they just didn't win too much. George Little Rock, um, if they would have played a lights out game against South O'Brien, we could have seen them in the state tournaments. Central line, young but good. There's really one or two bad teams in the Siouxland, and one of them is Sibley and Sheldon's borderline bad. <laughs> they just didn't have any size this year. And then, of course, we take a look at the West Central Conference, and um, there's not too many noticeable teams in the West Central Conference. I would take a look at Van Meter. They're sometimes at State. They were last year. Um, Woodward Granger is a team that they're playing, obviously, and um, not a lot of great teams in West Central. There's some good teams, but the only one you can really recognize statewide is, is Van Meter, and... Um, when they played Van Meter this year, 
uh, they split between Vin Meter. One was actually in the tournament. They had to get by Vin Meter to get here, and they did. And uh, the other game, they lost to Vin Meter at home by nine. So uh, that conference has maybe one or two good teams every year, and Woodward Granger is definitely a good team as they made it to states. Uh, the record for these teams, Woodward Granger has the slight advantage. They are 22 and two compared to Boyne Hall's 21 and three, but 21 and three in the Siouxland Conference is insane. I mean, you can you can throw in some other teams in there, but coming out of the Siouxland Conference only losing twice, that's pretty impressive. Uh, the ranking, this is out of, I believe, 96 teams in 2A. Let me fact check that real quick. 96 teams in 2A. So uh, Boyd Hall is the favorite when it comes to that. They're the second-ranked team in Class 2A. And uh, Woodward Granger is ranked 12th in 2A. So definitely not a bad team by any means. Uh, then we got the schedule, the strength of schedule. And um, Boyd Hall just blows them out in that. As uh, Boynton Hall's strength of schedule is ranked 14th in Class 2A compared to Woodward Granger's 60th. So Woodward Granger, not the most <laughs> hard schedule. So uh, that 22-2 and two is looking not as impressive when you factor in that. But still going 22-2 and two against anyone is nothing to be ashamed of whatsoever. We take a look at the offensive rating and their rank. Boynton Hall has the advantage there. They're ranked 6th in Class 2A. And uh, Woodward Granger is ranked 15th, so not bad offensive teams for either one. Then we look at that defensive rating, and uh, Boynton Hall has the 29th best defensive rating in Class 2A, which is worse than Woodward Granger. They are ranked 6th in 2A. Uh, we're going to take a look at each team's best game. And uh, according to the... They have this statistic that shows you how impressive each win or loss is. And uh, Boynton Hall's best game... It was a 121.31 on that scale, and it was a 20-point win versus MLC Floyd Valley, who was ranked 8th in uh, 3A, the uh, Siouxland Conference champion. So that was a very impressive game. Up until that point, I thought MLC Floyd Valley was for sure the best team in the Siouxland, and they still won the championship, so you can still make that argument, but uh, that really made a big case for Boynton Hall that night. And then uh, the best game... For for uh, Woodward Granger is a little less impressive, but still impressive, of course. And that was a 27-point win versus Madrid, who is ranked 10th in 1A. So, uh, yeah, Boyne Hall's win a little more impressive, but still each team is dangerous. And if they get hot like that, it's going to be tough to beat them. Then uh, each team's worst game, uh, for Boyne Hall, it was that one stinker at the end of the year. It was rated at a 79.21, and that was a three-point loss to Sheldon, who was ranked 38th in 2A. And then we take a look at a Woodward Granger, and their worst game was rated at a 75.05, which is a little lower than what Boyne Hall's worst game was. And that was a 29-point win versus Collins Maxwell. And you're thinking, a 29-point win? Really? That's their worst game? But uh, Collins Maxwell is ranked 114th in 1A. I believe there's like 140-something teams in 1A. So uh, still obviously not terrible, but that's a really bad team. <laughs> that's like a Clay Central Everly. Uh, rest in peace to them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Boyden Hall definitely has the better performances. Then we take a look at 
points per game, and Boynton Hall has the advantage there. They average 70 points per game compared to Woodward Granger's 64. So uh, they're putting up more points on tougher teams, actually. Then we take a look at the field goal percentage, and Woodward Granger actually has a better field goal percentage at 53%, which is an edge above Boynton Hall, so they're definitely knocking down shots at a more efficient rate. Then we take a look at assists per games, and it's identical, absolutely identical. Though if we took a look at the ratio, Woodward Granger does have a better ratio. They have 17 assists per game on 25 field goals, compared to Boynton Hall's 17 assists per game per 26 field goals. So they're basically identical in that with their ball movement and everything. And we take a look at the three-point game, and Boynton Hall is averaging six threes per game compared to Woodward Granger's 14. So they're definitely jacking up shots more at a uh, slightly less efficient clip at a uh, 33% for Woodward Granger and then 34% for Boynton Hall. So uh, Woodward Granger definitely putting up the threes more and um, basically identical with how well they're going in. So that's something to look out for for Boynton Hall is uh, maybe defend the perimeter a little... I mean, 33% is not terribly impressive, but it's it's not bad either. So they'll definitely look to jack up those shots. Maybe if a shot or two goes in in a row, I mean, if like two or three goes in in a row, then you should really start to defend the perimeter against Woodward Granger because they really like putting up threes. Um, after that, we take a look at the free throws to see how well they're getting to the line. And again, this is basically identical. We have Boyden Hall... Averaging 11 free throws per game on a 67% clip compared to Woodward Granger's 10 free throws per game on a 68% clip. So, uh, yeah, basically identical in that as well. These are very, very similar teams, so this should be a really good matchup. Uh, then rebounding-wise, Boyden Hall has the advantage there. Uh, starting with offense rebounding, they average 10, while Woodward Granger averages 8. Defense rebounding, they average about 20, while Woodward Granger averages 18. And then overall, Boyden Hall averages 31 rebounds per game compared to Woodward Granger's 26. So they have the advantage on the boards, which is a decent advantage, not mind-blowing, but Boyden Hall can definitely get the boards better. After that, we want to take a look at steals per game, and this is this is where I get a little bit concerned for Boyden Hall, because uh, they they're not the best at holding on to the basketball. You obviously saw that last year against Northland, which to Northland's credit, they force turnovers really, really easily, and uh, they're really good at that. But it really showed that Boyden Hall really could work on handling the basketball more. And uh, the steals per game for Boyd Hall are eight, so defensively not as strong, but again, against stronger competition. Then for Woodward Granger, um, they average 12 steals per game, so they can definitely get that. Um, take a look at blocks per game, and Boyd Hall has nine on the entire year, while Woodward Granger has two per game. So defensively, Woodward, Woodward Granger really looks to force turnovers and uh, block the shots. Meanwhile, Boyden Hall, not so much. They're more of an offensive team, but of course you're playing MLC and Westline and Okoboji and all those cats every night. So that's going to that's gonna bring down your stats a little bit to the uh, other competitions that you're playing in Class 2A. 
Um, but yeah, defensively, Woodward Granger, for what they've had compared to what Boyden Hall's had, they do have a slightly better defense. Uh, then we take a look at turnovers, and again, this is the killer for Boyden Hall. They average 12 turnovers per game compared to Woodward Granger's 10, which might not kill him this round, but it could kill him in future rounds if they get past this round, of course. And uh, then again, we take a look at points allowed per game, and Boyden Hall's averaging 51 points against them per game compared to Woodward Granger's 43. So uh, yeah, that's, that could be the killer for Boyden Hall, uh, their defense compared to Woodward Granger's outstanding defense. So uh, that's definitely something for Boyden Hall to look out for. Um, if they could step up their defense and maybe allow their offense a little bit of a break during the game, like obviously not, they don't have to put up 70 in, in order to win. I don't think you should put that type of pressure on your offense. So if you could maybe step up on the defensive end a little bit more, then that would really help out in the game. Of course, this is coming from a guy who's defensive-minded, so I'll always take a look at that. And, um, yeah, I just believe that if you don't have at least a good defense, you don't have to have a great defense, but you should have a good defense in order to win a state championship because I really haven't seen a bad defense win a state championship thus far. Uh, going on from the team stats, let's take a look at who these teams' leaders are. And uh, for Boyden Hall, it is Tanner DeSlaw. He's averaging... 17 points per game as a sophomore, so that's really impressive. And for Woodward Granger, it's Bryce Ackenbach. He's averaging 17 points per game as well, and he is a senior. Uh, leading board getter is Keaton Mosier for Boynton Hall, coming back from that role last year in the state tournament. And then for Woodward Granger, it is Reese Jamison. He's averaging 5 compared to Keaton Mosier's 6. So Keaton Mosier has the slight advantage there. Then a leading assist per game men is Keaton Mosier for Boyden Hall. He's averaging three assists per game. But uh, Bryce Achenbach, <laughs> I'm going to say that wrong. I'm so sorry. He's averaging five assists per game, so he definitely has the semi-slight advantage there against Keaton Mosier. Now then the blocks is what gets Boyden Hall a little bit. Keaton Mosier has four on the year. But that leads Boyden Hall. And then you take a look at... Um, Woodward Granger and their leading block getter is Nick Buck, and he is averaging 15. Well, he's not averaging 15. He has 15 blocks on the year, so he has the advantage there. And then uh, steals per game, we take a look, and Tanner DeSlaw is averaging two steals per game compared to Bryce Achenbach's two. So uh, exact there. So um, Yeah, in the end, it really comes down to the entire team. And uh, these are two teams that are very well balanced and um, basically identical. As I also wanted to take a look at the average height for the starters. And uh, we take a look at Boyne Hall, and their average is six foot two, which is the exact average for Woodward Granger. They also, their average height of the starters is six two. So identical there. There's no really no size advantage in this one. Um, so before we take a look at the line and the prediction, I just want to go to quick stats to see really who has the biggest guy and uh, what effect that biggest guy has on this game. 
So for Boyne Hall, I'm pretty sure it would be Tanner DeSlaw, which she's not even really a post. So he doesn't really help as much as others down there. Yeah, it's Tanner DeSlaw for the Comets, and uh, he's not really a post. He's a forward, but um, he's not really the guy they're dumping it down to. The guy they're usually dumping it down to or like playing through in the high post is um, Keaton Mosier, and Keaton Mosier is only standing at six foot one. And that, that's exactly my height. I feel like I wouldn't be too much of a help down at the low post, but Keaton Mosier, he's a big, not, he's not super big, but he's a kind of bulky dude. He definitely can get through the bigger men, and he's done that for the past how long, ever since he picked up a basketball, really. So he's he knows what it's like to do that, but still, if he if Keaton Mosier was 6'5", 6'6", he would definitely be a problem, which she is already, so that if he was more of a problem, that'd be even scarier. Let me take a look at Woodward Granger and their biggest guy. They have two 6'4 guys. One is Nick Buck, obviously, and the other one is Kobe Peters. So uh, not really much of advantage for either team when it comes to size. And uh, Kobe Peters doesn't play too much either, so that doesn't really count towards the like starting and the ending lineups. So, um, yeah, this is... This is a closer game than I think everyone expects it to be. Uh, the line for this one on BC Moore has Boyden Hall winning by seven points. And uh, I can't disagree with that too much because you take a look, these teams are basically identical. Um, if Boyden Hall is, going, is not wanting to play a team with a similar style, it's probably Woodward Granger. And uh, they have a very similar style, as I said a million times. This team is a lot like Boyne Hall with maybe a slightly better defense even, but again, against a lot lesser competition. So I think Boyne Hall will still get the advantage. I'm taking Boyne Hall by five, even though the line says Boyne Hall by seven. But uh, this one should be really good. Um, other than that, I really don't know what to say, but this is going to be a very exciting game. This one, I think the winner of this one, let me check this real quick. I think the winner of this one might play, I don't know who that other matchup is in Class 2A. It's going to be between a team I can't pronounce in Monticello, <laughs> Comanche, I think. And um, I don't know, those teams might be just as hard, if not less harder, to play than Woodward Granger, given the uh, type of play these teams do. So I think Boyden Hall will have the advantage playing the tougher competition, but you still want to look out for Woodward Granger in their defense because um, their defense is no joke. Even though they haven't played too many great teams, uh, the last, probably the great team they played with Woodward Granger is Van Meter. <laughs> and um, yeah, they definitely went above and beyond against Van Meter. They were, they were supposed to lose by one, but they ended up winning by 14, I believe. 13. They ended up winning by 13. But uh, other than that, like teams who are like elite, the only loss that they have is to Van Meter once, and then Panora <laughs> at the beginning of the season, they lost to them by two, though they're projected to win by eight. So they've stuck to the lines, at least like as far as winning and losing go. They stuck to the lines pretty well this entire year. And Boyne Hall basically just had that one stinker at the end of the year. And that South O'Brien loss, they were projected to win by seven at that point. 
Uh, that was not a good game for them. And uh, MLC Floyd Valley. So two games they really went under the spread to lose. So both these teams stick and don't really have too many stinkers throughout the year. So we have two fairly consistent teams who play pretty, pretty similar styles of basketball. Uh, basically like mirrors to each other. And uh, yeah, this one is going to be a very good game. Uh, for Boyd Hall fans, I, I expect this is going to be a really fun time to watch your team play against this other team who's also very good, even though they're ranked 12th in 2A. You had to beat the greats to get here. That's all I got to say. So um, the line again says Boyd and Hall will win this by 7, but I am taking the Comets by 5. So basically sticking with the spread, maybe a little too under, but it'll be a close one. It'll come down to the final few minutes maybe a team will use the shot clock to their advantage who knows not nah, that was just a little jab it's all good but um yeah this is going to be a fun game to say the least with again two teams very similar styles and um yeah that's all i gotta say besides uh can't wait to watch this game tomorrow and i will give my takes after that game is over so thank you, everyone, for listening. It has been a very exciting time to uh, go over these games, and you will see a little bit of that in the future as uh, we're supporting, for sure, the Siouxland Conference, but also these other Northwest Iowa teams, wishing the best for them. So uh, thank you for listening to Siouxland Ballcast, and uh, I will try to get out a podcast tomorrow after the game. If not, I'll do it the day after. So once again, thank you for the support. Thank you for listening, and I will see you either tomorrow or Tuesday. Have fun at the tournament. Gay with a three-pointer and count it for he and Gay. Nice high arching shot. Three-pointer for Aaron, Aaron Hayengay. Yep, Aaron Hayengay. <laughs> Nicely done, Aaron.